Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's called a stick it up there. Ash. Game. Whoa! <laughs> Shut up, Oilers! Shut up, Amy's drunk. Beat it! Beat it! Beat it. What Adams could have been a bigger miser, a whole jerk. So. I, I don't know the last time I heard a human say miser. They call me heat miser. Community Bank Studios. It's John and Lance. <laughs> I'm too much. Oh, yeah. He's Mr. Green. All right. The Browns ha- are at the Texans. They got the Jets at home, and then they're at the Bengals. How do they finish? Two and one. One and two. For the Texans? At the Texans. Do you think they'll... The Texans are an early favorite here. Um, and that's without even knowing that if CJ's going to play. Well, that's why you're. it's not really on the board. Yeah, well, they came out with the line, or an early yeah, line. Yeah, I saw it, and I'm yeah, like, no, you know, that's not I don't a real even line. know if you can bet on it right now. No, but that's not a real at line. At the Texans versus the Jets and at the Bengals. And that's who? That's the Browns. That's pretty favorable. It is pretty favorable. They're more than likely going to finish they're two gonna and one. They're going to get to eleven wins. Yeah, how about that. <laughs> and they paid Deshaun all that money. Ten or eleven, they're going to get. Uh, yeah, the Jets are just awful. The Colts at the Falcons against the Raiders, and then against the Texans. Holy crap! That's awful. Well, no, they could they could go on three. At the Falcons and yeah. against the Raiders? Yeah. They, they'll they be a one-and-a-half-point favorite at the Falcons at most, two at most. Yeah, they could lose the Falcon game. They can't, they're not going to lose to the Raiders well, how and good Aiden do you think, O'Connell. How good do you think the Colts are? I think they're pretty good. The they're, Falcons have gone back to Taylor Heineke as well. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, the Falcons, I think I think the Falcons can beat the Falcons you. The Falcons just lost to the Panthers. So? So did we. Yeah, I know. Okay. That's the only two people that can say that. I know. The rest of the league doesn't. Uh, but the Falcons are not. The Colts, I've watched a lot of Colts. The Colts are The Colts are as good as Gardner Minshew is. And Michael Pittman is in concussion protocol. You take Michael Pittman out? That's a little tougher. Jonathan, Jonathan Stewart's out. With Gardner out? Minshew. Not the Jonathan last, Stewart, but uh, the Jonathan last Taylor's four games, out? they've scored 30, 14, 31, and 27. Yeah, they have had. Now they got a defensive a scoop, and they had a pick six in the last one. Um, so they scored thirty eight against the Browns, the best defense in the league. In a loss. In a loss, thirty nine, thirty eight. But hey, that yeah. one's huge for them because they lost. They got screwed by the refs. Yeah. If they win that game, they're in the fast track to the playoffs. And the Browns are struggling. Could be struggling to make the playoffs, which would help our our draft. Position. So who wins the division? Jacksonville's at the Bucks. Versus the Panthers and at the Titans. Let me tell you something. And and he is in concussion protocol. Yes, that Bucks game is a real squirrely one for them. I think they, I think if they need the Titans game, they'll win the Titans game. And what's the other one you mentioned? The uh, Panthers. Yeah, they'll win that game. 
But they could go one and two. They could lose this weekend easily. Well, they might not have Trevor Lawrence. So yeah, yeah, with or without him. I mean, they just went up and blasted a team that we thought was playing pretty good. Jordan Love and the Packers, they went up and just manhandled yeah. them. So, yeah, I could see them going one and two. Hey, it's it's no lock that it's – I mean, the Colts could win a division. The Colts could. The Texans could win the division. The Texans could, both of them. It's it's up in the air right now. This is the biggest game in Texans history this week. <laughs> no, it's yeah. not. What? It isn't. I mean, I don't think that's hyperbole. Yeah, it's a little bit. They've uh, played in the playoffs. Yeah, but – this is to get to possibly go to like the Like, you could say it's the biggest game in, in the last three-plus seasons of well, Texans history. Every game's the biggest. Yeah. Every game they've played this year is the biggest game in three-plus so seasons. you would be accurate in that. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so the, the Bengals are at the Steelers, who are turning to Mason, Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, your guy. My guy. Mason Rudolph. The Bengals are at the Steelers, at the Chiefs, and they've got the Browns at home. The Bengals ain't making the playoffs. Well, yeah, they're they, not making. They can beat the Steelers and the Browns. Could, but how, are you, how is anyone beating the Browns nowadays? Joe Flacco threw three interceptions. Okay? I know well, Joe Flacco sucked. He the was Bears not had good. them beaten. The Bears screwed it up. Yeah, and that's a home game for the. And Bengals they're still making the playoffs. With the potential playoffs on the line. I, I think the I like the Bengals the way Jake Browning's playing. Now the question is, how many games of Jake Browning by that point? How many games do we actually think he'll be a good quarterback in? Yeah. Like he's already at what three now? Is it three? Yeah, it, it caught up to Tommy DeVito. It caught yeah. up to Josh Dobbs. Yeah, it catches up yeah. with you. Um, the Bills at the Chargers against the Patriots. And at the Dolphins. The one thing I They're was... They're making the playoffs. The win-win loss? Well, it depends on what... Yeah, the Dolphins might not have anything to play for. Well, oh, the Dolphins right. likely will because if they beat the Cowboys and the Ravens, they would only be a game up on the Ravens, so they still at at most, and they still have to beat the Bills. I would say the one thing, don't, don't overlook the new coach bounce, the interim coach bounce. Now, the Chargers stink, but they were awful, and you always have to go... We were really bad. Can and they like the Raiders with look what the Raiders have the been Raiders doing. under Antonio Pierce. I don't say it'll last for four games, but the 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 first game with the new coach is it is Easton Stick. But that's the problem. That's the problem. He's terrible. No, he was he wasn't terrible. The rest of that well, team was he awful. He had a big comeback. Yeah, he had a statistical that comeback. That team was late. awful altogether. That defense was terrible. I just think the new coach bounced for at least a game. When they've had, they've been off since what Thursday. So the Bills are going to win, but I don't think it'll be like what they did to the I Cowboys. Hey, listen, the Bills might be playing the best football. They just destroyed well, the Cowboys. I, I get it, but let's be clear: if not for Kadarius Tony, the Bills would be on their deathbed. Yeah, Kadarius. Yeah, if he doesn't line up all sides, they're losing that game, and it's a great bounce back. Or maybe they don't even bounce back against the Cowboys. Well, there's still a lot of time left. Josh Allen could have brought him back. There was still a lot Look, of the history for the Bills against the Chiefs. You think he's bringing yeah. them back? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Not that. Not in that building. Not for them. Uh, I don't know. The, the The Chiefs ain't the Chiefs this year. I'm, the Chiefs' defense is really good. It's, what I'm yeah, saying it's is still really good. If Kadarius Tony does not line up off sides, I'm taking the Chiefs' defense against that Bills' offense that day. As far as trying to come back, but hey, they got the win, and now I guess they're the hottest team. In yeah, football. but if he didn't line up off sides, he wouldn't have been there to catch but, that <laughs> that lateral. Okay. All right. He, okay. <laughs> he would have been two yards back, and it would have been thrown, and would have been might have been a fumble. Okay. Okay. 
or maybe it wasn't thrown at all. Right. Might not so it'll have just been a first down. Uh, I okay. I'm gonna. I'm okay. What teams are actually going to be in? I think the Bills are a lock to get in. The Bills are in. I, it's interesting. I just say they don't even control their own destiny. So and no, they, they do, don't. So they do have a road game, which might mean a lot for the team they're playing late in the year. So we'll see. I think the Bills are in. I think the Bengals are out. I think the Colts are in. I'm not sure about the Jags. If you want to know the truth, so that means that so could, the Texans could sneak in. This is really going to depend heavily, potentially, on Trevor Lawrence's health. Yep, and CJ's and I mean, health. I well, yeah, and CJ's ch- health. I mean, yeah, a concussed CJ, a concussed Trevor Lawrence, Gardner Minshew, who has his good, but also has his his bad. Now the difference is. I think the Colts are a little bit more set up to win around Gardner maybe than like, – I don't think the Texans can survive. I don't think you can survive without C.J. Stroud. It's good. Even with C.J. Stroud, it's going to be hard based yep. on who you've lost. I don't think the Texans can survive that. Um, but I also think the Colts could have trouble with the Raiders. They could have trouble with the Titans. I mean, I just don't think the Colts are layups. Buffalo, to me, is going to win two out of three. They'll get in there. And I think the Browns are going to be in there regardless. I think the Bills and the Browns are going to be in. Well, this week really means something to the Browns. You're not winning ten games and not getting in the playoffs. What about Stefanski for coach of the year? What he's done with Flacco. And we don't even talk about that. Yeah, he deserves some talk, too. Great defenses, which which is why he probably won't get the nod. (laughs) I'm sorry they that my defense is good. Wins. I apologize. They got the a good same. Defense. The Browns have the same. They have Joe Flacco, and they have John, the same number of wins as the Chiefs. They have one with DTR. No, they have one with PJ Walker yep. and with Joe Flacco. They both have wins this year. Um, and DTR Deshaun Watson. They have three. DTR has a win too. Are Remember you sure when he was he crying on the sideline? Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah, he, he does. Game. So they've got a win with four different quarterbacks. Yeah. Yes. So. Looking at it, if the Browns come in here and win and beat the Jets, they're at 11. They may not have anything anything to play for. Right. Um, the, so the Bengals may have a big advantage as far as – so you, we, if we're throwing in the Browns, the Bengals may have a big advantage week 18 because the Browns may just be set with their playoff positioning. And the Bengals have beaten the Bills head-to-head, so they have the tiebreaker there. So I know you don't think the Bengals will make it, but he's going to catch up to him. Well, they've got. I'm just saying they do have a tiebreaker against the team everyone's afraid of, and they've got at the Steelers, who are a mess. They they should probably win that game at the Chiefs. No, Browns at home with maybe nothing to play for. So that's a team that can get to ten wins. So now you have a team with ten, eleven, and ten. So who who's getting the final playoff spot? By the way, I think the Colts, Colts somehow hold the, the advantage over the Bills too. So the Bills probably going to have to win out, which is certainly possible. But the way things break down, their safest bet is winning out. They get the so a team with ten wins could probably be left out. Yep, it's yep. possible in the AFC, not the NFC. In the AFC, all right. Let's uh, break it here. Talking about Craig DeSurf right now here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety. By the way, and a reminder: we're going to be at Nick's place for on Friday. Klein's on Thursday now. But the big Christmas party is going to be on Friday, the one that you're used to. We understand it. But there's going to be rain, more than likely rain. So we're we're not going to have you outdoors in the yep. rain. But we are still going to be at Clients on Thursday. Yep. And you can come by and pick up your gifts, get ready for Christmas. 
It's a great idea, and you can come see John and I. We'll be broadcasting inside. Yeah, inside. inside. And then Nick's on Friday for the big Christmas party, so we want you all to come on by. Right now, though, how are you going to get Did you hear lights? Nick's not having any alcohol there? Why would you say that? Why would you, why would you <laughs> say that? so clearly that? a lie. <laughs> it's so clearly well, How are you going to get there, and what kind of car? Well, I mean, it's your choice, but might I suggest going and checking out the GMCs at Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC? The GMC, so it's a trip down to Angleton. It's a very easy trip, about 42 minutes away. And it's the end of the year, and it's that time to pick up that truck. In a word, yes, it's truck season, and it's time to get down with your pickup trucks. They've got trucks like the GMC Sierra Elevation Crew Cab four-wheel drive with a turbo high-output engine. Right now, this truck has a $6,500 purchase allowance and a $1,500 engine credit. For current eligible Buick or GMC owners and leasees. So this is a great opportunity for you to get into a vehicle that is awesome and that has a great credit purchase allowance and engine credit right now. $8,000 worth for qualified buyers. Yes, the GMC Sierra 1500 truck premium and capable is waiting for you. You owe it to yourself if you're looking for a new truck to take a look online at LanceZCars.com. That's LanceZCars.com. GMC. We are professional grade. ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dog Show. Dog Show! You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. In what order do you want these backup quarterbacks? Jake Browning, Gardner Minshew, Will Levis. Oh, you oh you call Levis a, you call Levis a backup? Yeah, he took well, he, over. Well, he took over, but only because Tannehill was hurt. Tannehill's back though. They're still keeping Levis. Well, yeah, but now they they decided. That, I don't want to have to do a Levis thing. That's gross. You okay? Uh, Drew Locke. Aiden O'Connor. Well, let's put Levis in. It'll be better. Levis O'Connor. I Gardner Minshew's probably one. That's your. That's the best. He's the best in the league. Best backup in the league. Probably, probably is. I mean, he's. You know who he is. He's had a longer runway than uh, Jake Browning. And Gardner Minshew. I just think he's been a starter quarterback in the league before. Yeah, he's probably the best. And then Levis? I mean, unless there's somebody I'm not, who doesn't play, we're not thinking of. Uh, Levis? Yeah, I guess Levis. I don't know what to say on Locke. Hey, they'll pull up the Drew Locke sound from Where's after Cooper last Rush night. Where's Cooper Rush ball in there? I don't know. We don't see him. Well, right, but. I like him when he plays. I do too. He's no different than Jake Browning, pop gun arm, but he's very smart with the football. He's got a lot of wins last year when he was playing. So the point that people had that dumb conversation, is it time to consider Cooper Rush over Dak Prescott? Well, no. It's did you see Dak Prescott last week? It was time to consider Cooper Rush. No, David Carr went, see, I told no, you. No, David Carr he never said, said that, that about, about him. He threw the ball like he had a pop gun arm. Just because a quarterback like, doesn't play well, David Carr doesn't say, see, I told you. That's what you would do, John. Dak and Dak averaged like 3.9 yards for a temp last week. For who? Dak. 
Is that what he was? He was checking down, and he, he well, looked he got, like Cooper Rush out there. Why was he in with four minutes left in the game? Except Cooper Rush makes quick decisions. Point differential, John. It's big. Oh. <laughs> 31 had, to had 3. Had to get that last touchdown in. Where's Mason Rudolph following all this? Well, we'll see when he plays, right? I mean, how about the Mitchell Trubisky was just awful? Who could have predicted that, John? Well, <laughs> I yeah. mean, come on. But everyone, but everyone has the hope of the backup. Yes, finally, Trubisky. Can't believe I'm saying this. About time we get Trubisky in over Kenny Pickett. Are you sure that's what you want? Because almost always, backup quarterbacks are worse than he's, starters. He was bad almost as a starter. Always. He was bad as a he's bad as a spot starter. Why do you think now, Mitch? Mitch Trubisky has found something because we know the Pittsburgh Steelers known for the quarterback well, development he didn't find the last him. couple of years. Clearly, he didn't find. I think Gardner Minshew is the best backup. Gardner is the best in the, in the league. Yes, you would probably like to have him over uh-huh. everybody else. Gives you the best chance it, to win, yeah. more than likely. Yeah, I mean, look what he's doing, and he has won. Yeah, he's been he's been a starter in the league. He's been good. Kyle Trask, one either him or Trask. Ugh, oh, Kyle I Trask. Heard his feelings. Or Easton Stick. Or Easton Stick. Yeah. Ooh, there's some bad quarterbacks in the backup. That's why you got to have a good one. Would you rather have Gardner Minshew or Zach Wilson? Where does this case fit into this? You haven't even mentioned Case or Davis Mills. Well, I don't think it's Davis Mills. He can't even beat well, up Case. Case should Case should the guy who up. hasn't started in three years in the league, right? But Case should be. We're still trying to trade him. But Case should be in there, right? Right. If you're going to play Case, your little game, is, would you rather have him than uh, Aiden O'Connell? Uh, I mean, my heart says yes. I don't know if my I haven't seen enough of Aiden O'Connell. Can you guarantee me? I'm not a big Aiden O'Connell guy, no. though. Can but you, he, but you know, he does his job. Yeah. Can you guarantee me Dalton Schultz will be with Case to save his ass a couple times per game? Would, yeah, that was the same game. Because if you can give me it's that, it's funny how maybe. our perception. So many big dogs oh, yeah. reminded us. Hey, you know that Astro team that was one game away from the World Series? They were also a weekend away. From not making the playoffs. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. They did need help. Where does, it did seem improbable at one point. Where does Tommy DeVito fit in this? Would you rather have Case or Tommy DeVito? Case. You don't, you're not a big fan. Uh, DeVito's actually got a little stronger arm than I thought. But I still and say, he runs around. Yeah, I don't know. I might be, I might be wrong on that one. <clears throat> what about Ritter? Ugh. Or Heineke. Ugh. Who? Who's the backup? Heineke. Well, Heineke was. Now he's taking the starting job. Okay, we'll again. call Heineke the backup. No one does sports talk like I'm... we do. All right, guys, settle in for a good segment of which backup quarterback would you like to have? <laughs> like, and I'm sitting here. Oh, this is a good topic, John. If I'm a listener, I probably hate this topic. Why? It kind of is. I mean, look well, at what the, the league is now. That's what a bunch it is. of backups. That's all it is now. And making the playoffs. You ready for the guys. irony? Lamar Jackson, healthy. Where would you, where year? would Joe Flacco fit in this? He's. <laughs> I mean, you're making me pick terrible well, guys who I know aren't good players on the heels of wins, but he wasn't even good in a win. But he has one trip down the field, and he he made up actually a couple. What if of I good told throws. you that Joe Flacco? Uh, None of the guys you. What mentioned, if I told you he's thrown for 939 yards? Okay. 58% completion percentage. It's not great. 313 yards per game. That's a lot. Yeah. How many touchdowns? Seven. Interceptions? Five. That's still better than I was expecting. Yeah. That's better than his last year And he just threw three last week, right? I mean, he has not been bad for them. And actually, he was great two weeks ago. You can get away with a quarterback for 
as I mentioned, three-game quarterback. Can a guy play well enough in three games to give you a chance to win? That's it. That's ultimately but what you want out Joe of Joe Flacco backup. actually has to do this for an extended period Well, that's of time. why it's unlikely, and it showed against up against Jacksonville, the Jacksonville, he had three touchdowns, one interception. He threw for 311 yards I against – I can't explain The Bears, that. he threw for 374 despite the three interceptions. He still had two touchdowns. Let me ask you a Let tricky question. Out. You two, let's see if you answer. Would you rather have Jake Browning than this version of Trevor Lawrence? The, the one we've seen. Trevor Lawrence? No, not the concussed one. The one we've seen really the back half of the year since they've been 8-3. and three. No, I'd rather have Lawrence still. Even still. No, I do like have having those Trevor weapons. Lawrence? No, I know. Trevor Lawrence had me great. But I do like having those weapons that, that – Jake Browning has. I don't know. That's I like a, throwing to T. Higgins and, and Jamar Chase. Yeah, well, Jamar Chase may be unavailable going forward. He's got another. He's banged up again. Trevor Lawrence running around, just fumbling the ball without being touched. Yeah, missing I was. Throws. So I was listening to the. Oh, that's yeah, what I was that listening was, to. Was I was bad. at halftime. So at halftime, I was listening to. So did you? You guys see what happened at halftime? Where they got? Where Trevor Lawrence completed a pass down to the like the five-yard line, yeah, and the clock was ticking down, and instead of just spiking it with nine seconds to go or eight seconds to go, instead of just getting up there, lining up to spike it, he lined up in a shotgun, dropped back to pass, completed it at like the three-yard line, and, and he was tackled in bounds, and the time rolled off, and they got no points yeah. against the Ravens. Not a three, not a seven, nothing. It was a terrible mismanagement. Did they do that against the Jags, but in a different way? Like, they went forward and got stuff. I mean, against the Texans? Yes. They, they've they've yeah, handled that poorly a couple times. They did yeah. the same thing. So anyway, I'm listening to, so I happen to be listening to the Jaguars radio network on Sirius XM that you can pick the home team Yeah. in my car. So I, picked the, I just picked a random home team. It was the Jaguars. And they went to their halftime show. And I swear to you, this halftime show, the guy goes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the first guy's like, and we're halftime here in the Kia Studios here. Jaguars down 10 to nothing to the Ravens. But, boy, Mike, that was a really, really tough one there at the end of the half. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it right now. This game is entirely on Trevor Lawrence and uh, uh, I think maybe. Did he blame the coordinator? Yeah, coordinator is usually who you press. Play. Taylor, the OC. Did he say the OC's name, or did he just blame Doug? There Peterson? were two people. There were two people he blamed this game on. Was there somebody defensively who had a interference, or whatever? But anyway, he blamed it on the first person and Trevor Lawrence. Trevor fumbled a ball, like just running. I don't know, just yeah. running. And then he had that terrible mismanagement of the clock at the end of the half. And this halftime show was screaming. At the, Trevor the Lawrence, guy? no, the halftime like in the studio. Oh, oh, oh. They go back to the studio, and he's yelling, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but this is, I'm sorry." You guys may get mad about this, but Trevor Lawrence is one of the reasons, the main reasons you're losing right now. And I was just thinking, first of all, John Harris would never say no. that. Pendergast would never say that. None of these people would ever. First of all, Drew Doherty. Drew Doherty oh. would never in a million years. <laughs> Say something like this. Now, was it accurate? Yes. Well, yeah. But, but do you, you can't say it. rag on your hometown team? You're not supposed to. Uh, wow. You know, he has been. But that he guy has, was also right. He hasn't been good. Trevor Lawrence, I'm looking at his stats from the last three weeks. They, they, all losses. I mean, he did have two touchdowns. He threw for 258, two touchdowns, yeah, no interceptions Bagels, against Cincinnati. They just couldn't stop Jake Browning. Yeah. Couldn't stop Jake. And then Cleveland, you've had three and three. 
and 257. He's just, in his last, he's he's thrown for 300 yards once in his last eight games. He's a middling quarterback who is still living off, hey, don't blame him for his rookie year. Urban Meyer ruined him. Okay, fine. And then he also has the reputation of being alleged generational talent. So everyone's still hoping and praying that Trevor Lawrence will be more than he has been. And he's been an okay quarterback. How many times has he thrown for 300 yards this year? Well, I've already pulled it up. You got he's it. At- Lance, how many times has Trevor Lawrence thrown for 300? Two. Two. Two times. Once in his last nine games. And then, I mean, and they're winning. I mean, they're eight and six anyway. They've lost their last three. And remember the game. Are they worse than Philly right now? The Texans. The Texans dropped the coverage on a tight end that went for like forty yards, and then a screen pass went for another yeah. forty. No, they had huge, huge plays. And then he he did hit a couple plays down the field, but a couple like eighty yards of that was because the Texans screwed up. Yep, yep, yep. All right, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. The number if you want to get in here with us on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. I'm talking about Mark Klein. I talked to Mark Klein yesterday. Actually, I talked to him a few times. Can't say what we were talking about because my wife might be listening. But here's the deal. I know this. Mark has got. He, he's got it for you. Whatever it is that you want, 832-316-1388. He won't know who it is. You just say, hey, this is uh, I heard John say, text you a picture. Here is the picture of what she wants. How much uh, will it cost for you to make this? It doesn't matter what it is. It could be really, really expensive jewelry from a name brand, a huge name brand, and Mark will make it, and he will make it a lot less expensive than they do, period. It's what he does every single time. He's got the lab-grown diamonds that are diamonds. They're beautiful. Same weight, color, clarity, all of that stuff. They're just lab-grown diamonds, so they're a fraction of the cost. He can do this. I sent him something. I've sent him stuff, and that day he's sending me back. Here it is. Here's what it looks like. And I'm like, holy crap. He's got the elves in the back. That he man- He's a manufacturer in a retail store. He can do it all right now. He can make your – you're sitting there, and you haven't gotten her anything. And she wants something special. Well, Mark can do it, something special, for not a lot of money. And, oh, by the way, a buddy of mine just went there, and he picked up a pre-owned luxury watch that is beautiful, and he spent so much less than he would have buying a brand-new one. And no one will know the difference. All you need to do is go to Kleinsjewelry.com, stop by one of his two locations, Fountain View and Westheimer. We're going to be there on Thursday morning. You come and see us. Uh, you got Woodway and Augusta. He's over there a lot there, there too. Or you call him at 832-316-1388. It's Klein's Jewelry. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here, your family. Brother never told you, never threatened a man's family. Look at our family now. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. I don't think oh, so. Del, I can't you tell hit, that one. No, you can't I tell, can't tell that one. But Dell needs to, to know about it. <laughs> I, I can tell you this. So my Puritan daughter is going to be at the uh, she's going to be at the Christmas party for a little bit. So I may have her. Uh, I don't know if I should do. What do we call it? It was not when she did the uh, news of the weird. It was not oh appropriate or inappropriate. Remember that when she did appropriate or yeah. inappropriate with you. Anyway, 
This is what she told. I can say this. This is what she told me. She was listening to you do your pajamagram commercial. Mm-hmm. It came up. She goes, uh, yeah. <clears throat> she goes, or maybe not. I don't remember what it was, but she said, maybe not be inappropriate like the like uh, the pajamagram, the nude pajamagram, or the nude pajama thing that, that Mr. Yeah. Granado is selling. And I said, oh, well, it's just that's the color. She goes, I know. And she said, but it's not exactly appropriate. I said, well, <laughs> she means just, just no. a, a nighty at all. And I said, well, Marty, what if, I said, what if your husband gets you, you know, I said, what if your husband gets you lingerie or something like that? She goes, uh, I'll tell him, oh, here you go. Take it back and don't do it again. <laughs> I said, so if your husband ever got you a nighty or lingerie, she said, yeah. And I said, what if he did it? And I think Sebastian goes, what if he did it a second time? Try to come back. She goes, then it's over. <laughs> and I said, you would get a divorce. She goes, yep, I sure would. If he did that twice to me, if, and I told him, I don't want this because it's inappropriate. And he did it a second time. Yep. It's just going to be over. And I just said, wow. <laughs> and then my wife finally, had a step and she goes, Marty, <laughs> men are, she said, men and women, husbands and wives, it's okay to wear lingerie or nightgowns or something. You know, she goes, well, I don't, well, it's my choice. And I don't want to wear, I don't want that stuff. I don't want it inappropriate. I said, you would divorce your husband. Inappropriate. Because he gives you, a, because he gives you lingerie. Uh, her husband is in trouble, bro. Oh, it's unbelievable. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I want this golf ball. It says, I identify as inbounds. That's pretty good. Okay. That's, That's how I good. identify. That's what I, that, I want. That golf ball. I need to identify as inbounds. Um, as a matter of fact, we've set a date for the spring. I'm going out to Wildcat today. As a matter of fact, bringing JTT and I are playing up there with the boys up there. Um, but we've also Lance and I are going to be doing uh, Highland Pines. We're going to be doing a live show from there when the clubhouse opens, and we got a spring date over there. Uh, so we're excited about that as well. And I've always. Always, we're always excited about uh, our good buddies over at Wildcat and what they do for us. Um, but we got to listen, Nick's place on Friday now, all day from 7 a.m. till 7 p.m. And I think it's only till 7, right? Is Patrick Creighton out there? I don't know. I heard, well, the promo said 6. Till 6? Oh, yeah, that's when Joel, that's when they're done. Yes. 7 to 6. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they only do three hours. Lazy. But, but probably what, no Aggie basketball. Not no. that I've, on, on, not on a Friday. Not on a Friday. Well, it's twenty second. Yeah, right, right, right. It could but be. it'd be probably be Saturday. <clears throat> it's six. They they only play till six. Friday's usually like reserved for the Ivy S- League. Does SEC play Thursday, Saturday? I no, think they're so. Saturday. Yeah, they're Saturday. Thursday, Saturday. I don't know. I'm not sure. But yeah. either way, uh, the broadcast will be out there till six. Yeah. So we're going to be there to, on Thursday. We're going to be at Klein's. Just Lance and I are going to do the morning there, and we want you to come on by. We'll have Valencia's is bringing uh, breakfast tacos. We'll have we'll have a cooler full of beer out there if you want to come on out and have a beer before you go into work or you need to pick up whatever. <laughs> yeah, if you want to have a couple of beers before you get to work, yeah, come on out. Yeah, why not? That's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, have you ever done it? Uh, and we actually, there actually will be an A and M basketball game that Friday at six thirty. At least the pregame starts six starts at six thirty. But once again, we're out of there at six. So come out seven to six. The entire lineup will be out at Nick's place, as John mentioned. The change because of weather. We're thinking of you. 
Um, yes. So come out there from 7 to 6 or – like John said, come out to, on Thursday. We'll have a couple beers for you before you head to work because we're going to be at Klein's from 7 to 10. Yeah, so we want you to come and have – You please come on by Klein's and pick up some jewelry, pick it up for her. This is the day – and maybe you were planning on coming on Friday, but you got to do it on Thursday now to get over to Klein's and get her what she wants this holiday season. That's uh, a special program reminder. A Rockets lost last night. We talked uh, some of uh, about it. Eme none too pleased with the defense the last couple of days, uh, the way that it's worked out. We had uh, the Eagles losing their third straight game in remarkable fashion with a couple of interceptions late. Um, well done, Jalen. Not 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 looking good. The Eagles lost three in a row. It, who knows if it would have mattered? And they did show the replay several times, but it turns out from a, a, a clip I saw that the little rubber pellets that came up, we thought it was Julian Love's toe. It wasn't from his toe. It was from one of the other player's legs. Zoomed in, the toe never hit the ground. Ooh. It never did. So it shouldn't have been an interception. Now it only would have been six seconds left. It would have been tough to make anything out of that. But the Eagles should have had one more play. Pull the Drew Lock up. Um, I sent it to you in direct message. It's easy. You can just play it off of this. So Drew Lock is a guy who was picked i think 10th in the draft when he came out um 10th pick of the draft he was a first round pick never got it done in uh in denver i hear that he's a guy you know he was like an all-state basketball player really really good basketball player great athlete um guys in the locker room really like him and he has gone from flopping as a quarterback he got his chance but like with most quarterbacks if you don't start to if you don't start to show up a little bit in the first two years is really flashing, you you go by the wayside pretty quickly. And Drew Locke, you know, kind of went by the wayside and he was he was not he's not a starting quarterback anymore. He's a backup. Well, he was in yesterday, led a game winning drive and got the win. And here's Drew Locke talking about you know, you gotta remember, here's a guy who just thought, is my season like I'm done. I'm not you know, I'm never going to be that guy that I thought I was coming out of school. And they asked him about what that meant to him. This is a pretty honest answer. Can you just describe what you're feeling in your heart right now? Yeah. It's so hard. It's so hard to describe the feeling of, you know, not playing for so long, or at least what feels like a really long time to me. And then you sit there, you watch games, you wonder, can I do this still? I haven't been out there on the field. That's the human nature of it. You get back out there last week, I'm like, you know what? I'm the man, so I can go do this. And then you got another test this week where I didn't know if I was going to play or not. Sure enough, ended up playing. We're playing the Eagles tonight. And the, the boys around me rallied tonight. And it's just, gosh, it feels so good. It feels so good. I'm so proud of everybody tonight. Congratulations to you. We're all happy for you. That was nice. Uh, yeah, it, when, when, you, when you're down and you succeed and you stick with it and you – and you have that stick to itness, and no matter how bad it is, and you get that kind of redemption, even if it's just one day, even if it's just one game, that's cool. That's cool. That is really cool for him. And, I, and yeah, you're right. It's probably not a long term thing, but it's one of those things where it's a redemption for him, and it is a cool feeling. I felt good for him because you can hear it in his voice. You know, you come in, you're a first round quarterback, you're thinking, oh, man. This is I'm about to live my best life, and I'm about to do this and do that and do this and do that, and it never materializes. And then you start to doubt yourself, and and for him to have that moment, 
that's cool. That's cool for a lot of these. Like Case had a moment like that. Yep. You know how cool that moment is for Case. Now Case has done a lot more than than you know. Case has done a lot more than than <clears throat> Drew Locke. But for Case to have that moment again after he's just been kind of you know he's resigned to being I'll just be a backup and I'll be a second or third stringer and I'll keep playing. I'll be the good guy in the locker room and I'll I'll really help the starting quarterback and he gets his opportunity and he wins. How cool is that, Joe Flacco? Can you imagine Joe Flacco? He was done. Yeah. Football's done for him. Or the great uh, um, Carson Wentz. Can you imagine getting a phone call and being on an actual NFL team Isn't again? Isn't he with the Rams? What an amazing opportunity to be on an NFL team again after how bad he's been. Well, and no the, one likes him. <laughs> the positivity of Drew Locke's statements. Julian Love had a great game. We talked about whether that should have been a pick or not. Julian Love said some less than kind things about Nick Sirianni last year. Um, and I guess he got a little bit of revenge. This was him last year on Good Morning Football. See this stuff, though? Like, what's your reaction as a player and that guy's doing that? I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I mean, he's he's in for a free ride right now. You guys can coach this team and they can succeed. That's how uh, bolted board right there. I mean, come on. So Julian Love asked about Nick Sariani, didn't like his antics and said, well, you heard him. He's a free ride. He was he was born on third base. <laughs> that's what that's what Harbaugh said about Ryan Day. Uh, well, and Julian Love gets the last laugh. Again. Got a couple picks, yeah. yeah. And quickly before we go, you see the fifty million dollar uh, pool for pre arbitration players. So Major League Baseball puts fifty million dollars into a pool for guys who don't make any money. But I don't understand this. It's a secret. It's not secret, but it's never talked about. Yeah. So you. So pre-arbitration, it's you make seven hundred thousand dollars in Major League Baseball. Right. That's the. That's the base. That's the 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 salary. It's right around seven hundred thousand in that neighborhood. Yeah. Julio Rodriguez signed a long-term deal, even though he's not been in the league. He's made eleven million last year, and yet he still gets this one point eight. He leads the way in pre-arbitration players' earnings. Which doesn't make sense. If you're a, you should be a minimum salary guy for this for this money. But he's still pre arbitration, so he got another on top of his eleven. He got one point eight. Corbin Carroll was second, one point eight. Adley Rushman one point seven nine. Spencer Strider was third at one six nine. All these guys are really really good players, and they're pre arbitration. You know, Kyle Tucker was in this group until uh, this past year. Um, Wander Franco. Actually got seven hundred and six thousand extra, even though he didn't play since August twelfth because of his, the incident with the youngster. Um, the incident with the youngster. Yeah, well, I don't know how to sounds. Well, yeah, as bad as it was. Yeah, but this is. I mean, this is really cool money. There are no. I don't see any Astros on this list. No Astros. On no. Jonah Heim made over a million in this money with this money this year. The Astros don't get any pre arbitration money. Which is... I wonder how that's determined. I don't wonder enough to really do a deep dive. But I wonder how that is determined. Yeah. By the way, we may have a little special guest at the uh, Christmas party on Friday. Ooh. I've been working on this just now. It just kind of popped up. Rashi? Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven? Jeremy Piven is going to be in Houston at the Improv performing. Oh, no kidding. Uh, oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, and Jeremy Piven may drop in live at Nick's place with us. Well, that would be awesome. For the Christmas play. That's where we've had Jim Jeffries, Patrice O'Neill, Louis C.K., Bill Burr, all Norm McDonald, all out there at Nick's place. Yeah. You know, it's the home of comedy. Right. Nick's place. <laughs> and now uh, 
Jeremy Piven may be coming by on That'd be Friday. Cool. That'd be cool. Hey, Marty, this is for you. Are you ready for a great Christmas oh gift? Oh, boy. <laughs> it's for your special someone. Pajama Grand's famously, naturally nude pajamas, Marty. They're going to make you a holiday hero. So good they sell out every year. Naturally nude pajamas known for ultimate comfort and style. Soft and silky. Better than lingerie with a curve caressing fit and here's the kicker when you order naturally nude pajamas today you get a free naturally nude nighty that's a 75 dollars savings on a very luxurious two-in-one complete gift better yet with pajamagram you can even add gift packaging if you ask me one easy holiday you gotta do this now though christmas is coming up they gotta have time to get it to you so let's go go right now to pajamagram.com that's pajamagram.com and order your naturally nude pajamas. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. All systems go. Houston is all systems go. Time now for news of the weird with John and Lance. Weird. 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 John and Lance weird. News of the weird. News. News. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So, apparently, St. Louis police have filed a felony charge against the bar. They crashed their SUV into a gay bar and then arrested the owner. Okay? Um, Yeah. So, this is a big stink. A big stink uh, in in the St. Louis area. They arrested the owner of the bar or the SUV. They uh, no, they arrested the cops. Actually, crashed their vehicle, and then the they gay arrested bar. the owner. And they arrested the owner for of what the gay reason? Bar. I, I'm a gay bar without a license. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. So you destroy my property, right? And then, and then arrest, arrest me? me? Eh, not surprising. Yeah, that's well, yeah. Apparently, a teacher in Sweden has been suspended. She gave her students a homework assignment of planning a terror attack. What is she related to McDermott? Sean McDermott? Yeah. Are Enough they re- with that. Are they related? Just because he said, well, he did make an unfortunate Al Qaeda really yeah, right. organized. Right. Well, they were set on their path. Yeah, I'm like, not wait, sure. Wait, wait, I want my kid in school. Is McDermott a Sweden Swedish name? No, it's not. No, no. doesn't sound Swedish, but uh, yeah, I don't know that. I, yeah, How, what, what are you doing for homework tonight, Johnny? Planning a terrorist attack? Oh, that uh, not the bright. You shouldn't be teaching. You've kids. told a lot of stories where we go. Some teachers not so bright. Not the brightest. No. Two youngsters kidnapped baby Jesus from a local nativity scene and demanded a ransom on TikTok. Do you how much should, <laughs> how much do you think you could get for baby Jesus nativ, uh, nativity, nativity scene? scene? I, it depends on how much you really really wanted them. I'm thinking maybe a hundred dollars. What's a what's God CB? What is God up against the CBT? <laughs> God is not have a CBT. Okay, okay. I don't think they were they were asking God for it. I think oh, they might have the been church. asking the city. Well, you got to ask God. You, the, right. His only begotten son's been kidnapped. Uh. A professor gives a shout-out to the student who nods along in class saying, that's the real MVP. Were you a student that nodded along with the whatever the professor was saying so you could get... No, but I have seen that before, with, that that's what you're supposed to do when people are are talking. You you not... Well, 
You nod to give someone confidence mm-hmm. who's up. So if you got a son or daughter, you're supposed to nod. Or after they say things for a while, you go, need stuff. Yeah, that's when you try to drain people when of their confidence. When you give them confidence, they need stuff. Yeah. I know you worked if on you that. If you want to try to drain stuff. people of their confidence, yeah. that. <laughs> need stuff. Need stuff. Hey, YouTuber, uh, a parenting advice YouTuber, Ruby Frank. Have you ever watched? Because you could use some parenting advice, right? Ooh, you ever go to Ruby, see Ruby Frank? No, I've oh, heard okay. of her. Yeah. Well, she, oh, she's the one. Is she the redhead girl? No, she's blonde. No, that's Rose Leslie from Game of Thrones. No, no, I'm thinking about the red pill girl or whatever. No, it's a different woman. She She's uh, made a whole industry of giving advice until okay. recently. Until recently. <laughs> Why? What happened? Because she pleaded guilty to four counts of child abuse. Oh, <laughs> A Utah mother of six gave parenting advice on YouTube, pleaded guilty Monday to child abuse charges, will go to prison for trying to convince her two youngest children they were evil, possessed, and needed to be punished to repent. This is the woman that gives out parenting advice. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Were they? Evil and needed to repent? Yeah. At this point, we we all need to repent. I don't know if they're evil. Okay, but were they evil? Like, do we know if they were evil? Uh, we don't know. Why how are evil. we jumping to conclusions without knowing if her kids were actually evil? You may be right about this one. Yeah, you may be on something here. Kids well, aren't always great. Was the boy named Damien and born of a jackal? Uh, at this point, we don't know. God, I you don't when, know when kids are born from jackals. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. We're done. Paul Galanis next. Hope you had a great day. Reminder: Friday all day at Nick's place. Thursday at Klein's in the morning only. We appreciate you listening. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow, buddy. ESPN 975.com. Take his pork chop. I don't want his pork chop. I want his life. Bye, bitch.